Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Earlier this week, Governor Jay Inslee announced golf courses a threat. The state of Washington will be allowed to reopen beginning Tuesday, May the 5th. And joining us now is the CEO of the Washington Golf Association, Troy Andrew, uh, helping us understand uh, some of the um, regulations and, and what golfers are going to need to have in mind uh, when they call their courses and uh, start to head out for play. Good morning, Troy. Thanks so much for taking a few minutes for us here this morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Thanks for uh, for having me on. Well, yeah, I know those of us uh, that live uh, south of the Columbia River have been able to uh, to enjoy golf here throughout the uh, stay-at-home orders. Things a little different uh, in the state of Washington. So uh, take us behind the scenes, though, for the last month, month and a half, just uh, the work that's been done to get to this point and how golf course operators have, have been trying to cope with being completely shut down for six or seven weeks. Yeah, it's been, uh, you know, just like uh, everybody's hearing it over and over again, these are strange times. And uh, so we have uh, certainly uh, been in that category for the last uh, month or so here from a golfing standpoint. And really, uh, you know, when the governor came out and and, and mandated his first uh, order, stay home, stay healthy order, um, there was a little bit of a gray area of where golf courses fitted into that as an essential business or not. We found out pretty quick, I think it was around March 25th, uh, that golf was not uh, an essential business, uh, but the maintenance of it was, so we got clarification on that, so golf courses could continue to maintain, you know, their product and not let it go. Um, so that was the beginning of the shutdown in late March or Right after the 25th, golf courses started shutting down quickly. Um, and then, of course, uh, the stay home, stay healthy order then got extended to May 5th. So we spent a lot of time. Our We have a Golf Alliance of Washington um, of, you know, made up of the PGA section and golf course superintendents, club managers, and, of course, Washington Golf. And we got together and uh, and discussed the best approach with the governor. Um, you know, it was a day-to-day, not knowing 
what this virus was going to look like, where things were going to go with it. But um, we just changed our strategy to uh, trying to get golf open as soon as the order that he had put out on May to, that was extended to May 4th that we could open uh, on May 5th. And we took that approach to be respectful of the governor's wishes and be respectful of you know, everything that's going on and, and trying to do the right thing. So we didn't push hard to open between now and May, but we just made a lot of cases to get golf courses open. And, and golf course operators were ready uh, to follow protocols. They were doing it before we were shut down with you know no touching the flag stick and no rake bunkers, things like that. Uh- Troy, uh, Harold Bluestein here. I, I serve on the Golf Alliance of Oregon, and you were on our uh, conference call we had uh, discussing the same issue of, of golf courses being open. Uh, and I'm trying to understand. I live in Vancouver. I play in, in mm-hmm. Vancouver. Uh, I'm a golf professional up there. Uh, and we're part of the Oregon chapter and and such I'm trying to understand, and maybe our listeners are a little confused here too, is what's the difference between Washington and Oregon? Why was the decision made to, uh, that golf courses were essential in Oregon and they were not in Washington? Well, we asked that very, that very same question, uh, and I think that's what has made it more difficult uh, here in Washington is, is seeing our neighbor states um, playing golf and certainly the same thing was happening over in Spokane. People were trickling over to northern Idaho and, and playing golf. And, um, you know, that was a question we threw out. And, and the the response uh, we got from the governor's office was that Washington uh, had just far exceeded the amount of uh, people getting the virus and the death rate was higher, quite a bit higher than than Oregon and Idaho, and the fact that, I mean, for a while there, as you can remember, we were somewhat of the epicenter when this thing was all starting. So um, I think uh, Governor Inslee just, uh, you know, wanted to uh, make sure that our numbers weren't going to continue to grow so much greater than our neighboring states. And, and that's the response we got back, uh, is that we were just in a different category in the level of this virus. Troy Andrew is our guest, CEO of the Washington Golf Association, as uh, Washington courses will be allowed to uh, reopen uh, on Tuesday, May the 5th. And so for uh, all, uh, all the golfers that have been anxious to get back out there, one, just to feel somewhat normal, get out. The weather is supposed to continue to improve uh, next week and warm up. What do they need to be aware of before they get out there uh, so that they can, uh, one, not have to be turned away for some reason if they go out there, and two, make sure that uh, they can enjoy the golf without uh, endangering themselves or anyone else? Yeah, we. so there's, uh, you know, similar to around the country, there's some guidelines that uh, we worked directly with the governor's office on to get golf open. Um, you could make the argument that a few of them are a little over the top for the time being, but I think from a golfer's standpoint, um, you know, in Washington, we've, we're, we're wanting people to utilize online or, or phone tee time reservations. Um, when you show up, don't expect to pay for, with cash. You know, it's credit card only. We don't want to, golf courses aren't going to handle any of the cash. Um, and then, you know, in regards to the group or who you're playing with, uh, right now, uh, foursomes, 
are allowed if they're from the same household. Uh, but there is a, another stipulation right after that that says no more than two players from separate households per tee time. So very confusing, but at the same time open for interpretation so that you could have threesomes. But uh, just avoiding no more than two people per household. So, you know, my son and I could go out with one of you and play golf, and that's a threesome and that works. So just knowing that those guidelines are probably going to be important um, and, and planning ahead and then, uh, and just knowing they're going to play a golf course that is following some unique guidelines right now, you know, no bunkers. So you're going to want to smooth out those. If you hit it in the bunker, uh, like I do all the time, uh, you'll <laughs> want to smooth out those uh, footprints with your foot. Not There won't be breaks out there. Uh, the cups, people are getting creative with the cups. Some are raising them above the hole. Some are flipping them upside down so that you don't have to reach into the cup. You just grab it. Um, you know, there's food and beverage is going to be limited out there. Um, you're not going to be able to rent equipment or clubs. Um, and then just everything else social distancing-wise. So in single cart riders, uh, are uh, it's not walking only, It's but if you do take a cart, uh, yeah, it's a single cart riding uh, situation. So lots of those things. And that, that's posted on the Washington Golf website as well as the governor's website. Um, and we're hopeful we're going to review that with them on a weekly basis, and we're hopeful that maybe we can ease up on a few of those to make it easier for operators and still easily be able to uh, be, you know, practice social distancing. As you guys know, the, <laughs> the game of golf lends itself very well to social distancing. Yeah, the way uh, Jason and I play together, there's a lot of social distancing there. The, uh, our golf balls rarely, rarely come in the same spot or land in the same spot uh, on a hole. The uh, I don't know if our listeners are aware, and we we've been talking here a lot about the golfers. What about the employees? What protections are being uh, and restrictions uh, or protections in place for employees? Uh, when they go to work at the clubhouse or in the pro shop? Yeah, great question. We uh, So that, that was a big part of putting together the guidelines uh, to get golf open. And you guys may have heard that uh, one of the first uh, things that opened was construction, um, just residential construction. And so we soon followed after that. And at first the governor's office tried to model that from an employee safety standpoint but uh, when you start looking at the two uh, and what employees do and the interaction with customers things like that it was apples and oranges so uh, a lot of things will be uh, a lot of golf courses will be required to ensure that they're following all the LNI requirements to protect their workers um, you know the six foot separation between staff and customers at, at all times uh, a lot of golf Shops will their employees will just stand outside so that, that there's no congregation inside the uh, the golf shop area. Uh, they'll have gloves. Will be required to frequently wash their hands. Um, face masks, if if appropriate. Um, you know, a lot of golf courses are stocking up on those. Of course, sanitizer. Uh, you know, in many places as they can, and then and then just constant. The fact that the staff's going to be constantly sanitizing uh, the equipment and all the touch points um, will will put them in better safety. So 
it's going to be, uh, I think that's the number one concern for golf courses is, is to put your employees in that, in that situation. Um, fortunately, I think a lot of people are just excited to get back to work and um, we'll do the right thing and, and we'll provide that safe environment for them at the golf courses. Well, I'm concerned about the employees having to enforce all of the social distancing and uh, issues here, because there are some players who don't think that this is a uh, that this virus is a problem, and there's others who take it very seriously. Uh, how are we going to enforce this? Is there any way, anything for an employee to fall back on uh, from the state or from the county, the city, or whatever? Yeah, I mean, I think that yeah, that's a great point, and I think that's what. You know, you go into this situation nervous for those exact reasons. And, um, you know, w- w- certainly employees won't be uh, mandated to come back under this the, the stay home, stay healthy uh, order we're under. So it's really optional to the employee to, to be back. Um, but then also, uh, again, there's all kinds of L&I requirements, special requirements that have come out that uh, the golf courses are going to follow and in regards to uh you know p- policing this so to speak um there is some language in the guidelines about um golf courses being able to to marshal you know more of the golf course but the whole facility and, and trying to ensure physical uh, distancing and and if we need to you know um if necessary uh you know give people warning or ask people to leave. But I, I think we're going to have to monitor that closely. It's a little of the unknown. Mm-hmm. You know, we've learned a lot from Oregon and hearing what's happened down there um, and uh, and what people are doing. And I think the golf course operators uh, are really taking this serious. Um, and I, I think that uh, the environment that is set up for golfers when they arrive might lend itself to avoiding that one golfer or two golfers that show up and are really not interested in following the guidelines. I, I don't think they're they're just going to be forced to go through a process of checking in and teeing off where social distancing is just going to, it's going to happen. Troy Andrew, our guest here, CEO for the uh, Washington Golf Association. Uh, one question, obviously, uh, golf uh, kind of more of a social or a, adventure for some people regarding food and alcohol on courses obviously the clubhouses are are closed but uh for people that might be wanting to bring their own what is there specific rules on that for washington that have been set up um surely we have to follow yeah that so everything's going to be on a takeout basis so snack bars are open uh beverage carts can be out on the golf course because um, that's technically put in the category of takeout. Um, so just eliminating sit-down food and beverage services, and um, we'll have opportunity for golfers to, I'm sure, at golf courses pre-order takeout and, and to go. But um, in regards to food, yeah, I mean, bringing snacks, I would say that we're encouraging people actually to bring snacks, bring water, bring um, you know, even a sack lunch out there to eat, that's not going to be an issue from a food standpoint. The alcohol is a whole different story. Can't do that. Um, just with the laws uh, of liquor in the state of Washington. So, um, yeah, I think we're just going to see more people bringing their own snacks out, play golf and leave and maybe not want to even, um, get takeout, but, uh, that might 
you know, tr the trend might get back to people ordering out of the snack bar as we go. Troy Andrew, CEO for the Washington Golf Association. I know you've uh, been very, very busy here these last few weeks uh, trying to put all this together. Uh, we're keeping our fingers crossed. Everything goes well, and uh, you'll be able to uh, keep things open once you reopen on Tuesday. For more information, you can go to wagolf.org, uh, and uh, all the specific uh, details are up from Governor Inslee's uh, letter as, long, uh, as well as the Washington Golf Alliance. Thank you so much for joining us. We wish everybody uh, the best of luck with this, the proprietors. Hopefully everybody can uh, get out there starting Tuesday, enjoy some recreation, and uh, be mindful of uh, all the uh, guidelines that need to be in place to continue it for you. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate uh, getting on, and uh, just keep uh, upwards and onwards. That's, what, say. that's <laughs> what we hope. Thanks so much, Troy. Yeah. Take care. Okay, thank you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.